0: <laughs> no i think it is pop stand but then they move they like as jokesters do put it to popsicle stand or it was popsicle stand and as cc does
1: changed it to pop stand because <laughs> pop stand would be like let's blow this soda stand right soda pop soda. i say pop soda pop what some people just call coke. soda in general coke which yeah. is like a real throw Throw off for me. That's not me too. A sentence.
0: I don't even like non non dark soda pop. Whatever. They I know. Just call it, I'm like no. Sprite. There's Sprite. There's Fanta. There's Mountain Dew. What you want? Like you
1: could just yeah. call it
0: Coke. I want a cake. I want a cake. I just have me a Coke. <laughs> when you do your Southern accent, I don't know what it is. It's not Southern, but I. It's know. not. It's like hick or something. Yeah, I don't know, but it's so funny. It it doesn't come
1: out that often these days. I was telling Avery, I was like, we need to be silly again. I feel like we get so caught up in being adults and having responsibilities that we forgot how to be silly. Or I, at least I like, feel like it's, we're losing it. And I'm like, no, we can't, we can't lose that. We have to be silly all the
0: time now. Well, you're having a baby. So, I mean, it's true. It's a little stressful. That's a um, intense. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So today we're going through hey voicemails. Everyone. We actually are. Um, well, we actually have a few topics we do want to go over as well. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll For just sure. do a regular thing. Regular yes. programming. Although this is being recorded on a Tuesday. Right.
1: Which is not regular. Normally right. we schedule on Thursdays, but today's Tuesday. Tuesday evening.
0: Tuesday. You know how evening episodes <laughs> Yeah. Evenings go. can be a little wild and whack. Sometimes, so yeah, we'll see your non regular scheduled programming. Yeah. <laughs> um.
1: All right. What's your head guess? <laughs> um. My head guess is that my doula just got in town last night, and it's just. Can you hear Callie? You can you hear Callie in the background? Um. Mm, is he barking a little? A little bit. Okay. We'll just ignore it. Um. Yeah. My duel is in town and like, it just kind of made everything like real, like, oh my gosh, this baby really is coming. And oh my gosh, I like should slow down and like prepare for that now and like stop my daily routine of getting work done all the time. Cause I really don't have, I have one project left and it's just a 30 second video to put together and then I'm done. Mm-hmm. And so today during the nap time for her toddler and Carrie, we just sat in the living room and like hung out and talked. And I was like, wow, this is really nice. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, cool. And then it just made me think of like how blessed I am to have such wise and supportive and intuitive women in my corner for birth and Mm -hmm. how important that is. Um, and prayerful. Yeah. They're, they're prayerful. They're Christian. God is very much involved in every aspect of decisions that we make. And, just the whole understanding of like pregnancy and birth and the family and all that stuff. And so I was just, that's a heck yes, is that I just have such a good team and like friends. They're like, Sienna is literally a good friend too. She's not Mm -hmm. just like my doula that I pay to have come out because I like her and her services. (laughs) Right. So but it's the kind of thing where they're like, yeah, we want to come out for you and we want to serve you. We want to hang out with you obviously, but like, we want to stay a couple of days after the birth too. And like make meals for you and help you with lactation support and like, wow. Have take care of Carrie. And so it's just like such a blessing. The transition,
0: make it easier. Yeah.
1: It's the village that like, you have to build yourself, especially when you're in the military. Right. Like we were just so blessed through them because they're that village for us in this season of life right now.
0: And it's so awesome. So, oh, I love that. I love yeah. that. What about you? Big heck yes. Heck yes. Um, okay, heck yes. <laughs> I'm
1: like, do you have one? Please tell me you have one.
0: Heck yes to when I see people's faces of me like hopping into the truck. And it's just like, especially men, because it's like a newer truck. Like it is a yeah, nice truck. It's a nice truck. And around here, every guy has a truck, but mm-hmm. women do not drive trucks here. <laughs> I don't see that often. And so when they see me hopping in the truck, I just get like a double look, like double take because Did I'm she like, just actually
1: get into that truck.
0: And I'm like dressed in cheetah and have like a bright red purse and like, you know, just really throw them off. Yeah. And it's so funny to see that. So, um, heck yes to that. Heck yes to getting my sleep number bed tomorrow. And I can actually start oh, yes. to sleep in my house. Um,
1: that's going to be such a good feeling, even though it's still going to be weird because you're not with your husband, but
0: yeah. Yeah. But I mean, he'll never, I don't know. Yeah. Likely won't sleep
1: in that house. Yeah. Uh, Um, maybe, maybe who knows? (laughs)
0: You just never know. (laughs) You just really never know. So yeah. Never say never. Speaking (sighs) of that, heck no. Uh, another week here, another week, not in Japan. Mm. So
1: yes they booked you a ticket though right which doesn't mean anything until you're literally sitting strapped in the flight in the freaking air above the ocean
0: yeah 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 um yeah so yeah I do have a ticket um next late next week so this is coming out Monday at the end of the week that this comes out I should be on a plane okay so Yes. Originally they said, oh yeah, you'll get on the 7th. And then they're like, oh yeah, you'll get on the 14th. And now they're like, oh yeah, you'll get on the
1: 21st. So. But any of the other times for the 7th and the 14th, did they ever have a ticket for you? No. Okay. So this one's looking a little more hopeful at least, but that's yeah. so irritating. I hate, I,
0: I also I bought those feelings. like. <laughs> I know. I also <laughs> bought those Apple AirTags. Do you know what those are? No. So it's like these tags where you can put in your luggage and it tracks where that thing is. So like, I forgot to That's do this genius. for our storage. Um, when like the military picks up your storage and stores mm-hmm. it somewhere, I meant to put air tags in it to mm-hmm. be able to track where it was. Um, because sometimes they outsource weird moving companies that mm-hmm. totally lie to you. Yeah. Um, so I'm I forgot to do that, but I'm putting them in my luggage for um, international travel. So that's so cool. Yeah, what's because it called? I've AirTag. It's like by Apple. Okay. Yeah, Apple and it like so smart on Find My Friends. Like you can see where like the location is of that it. That is so stuff. cool. So, um, yeah, I've heard stories of people's luggage not getting on the military flight Mm -hmm. and yeah. So I'm like, that's not happening. Um, and if it is, I'm going to know exactly where it is. (laughs) Yeah. You can
1: call them on their BS when they tell you it's somewhere else. (laughs) Yes,
0: exactly. Exactly. So yeah. Air tag. Um, another heck no was someone in like Patrick's squadron got COVID and because Patrick is not boosted, he has to quarantine for five days. But if he was boosted, he would have to wear a mask for 10 days, but not be quarantined. So when he gets out of quarantine for five days, the people that are boosted will still be wearing a mask for another five days. So I'd rather be Patrick. I think. (gasps) Well, you can't leave. But
1: I was gonna say, what does the quarantine look like? Because it always looks different for someone. You can't leave
0: your room. Yeah. Your room. Yeah. Yeah.
1: none of this makes any sense. I I know. It never never has. We're on year five of
0: this. (laughs) Number one, he doesn't have COVID just because that he was in the circumference of this guy that does. Right. And you could just take a test to see if he didn't. And then he used to quarantine for five days. And then because if you were boosted, wearing a mask for 10 days.
1: Yeah. Which is super irritating because the military literally have like gas masks and those don't even protect against COVID. So the fact that the military is still making them wear <laughs> face masks as if it does yeah. anything while simultaneously owning the equipment that's even more high level that they know doesn't do anything is dumb. Yeah. It <laughs> doesn't exactly. make any sense, but exactly here we are. Also, how, yeah. did, how did it go from like 14 days to five days? Who gets to determine how many days it is? I <laughs> <laughs> just making it up. literally just whatever comes off the top of your head or
0: like yeah someone just like okay mm, let's do that's five. a fun job
1: that's a fun job
0: <laughs> yeah five, five is hope. my favorite let's number five yeah so <laughs> cool. yeah that was funny um what's your heck now? Um, my heck
1: no is super random and specific and it's not even my heck no. It's a, it's a poor gecko in our backyards. Heck no. Um, we were watching (laughs) Sienna, my dual and I were uh, hanging out in the backyard with the kids and there were two geckos. And so we were like, look, Carrie Nash, look at how cool the geckos like trying to act like this is a zoo exhibit in our backyard. And they start fighting each other. Like they start attacking each other with their faces like their mouths are wide open and they're just like how
0: big are these geckos
1: um probably so you know when you make an l with your thumb and your finger if you were to stretch that out into a straight line probably from nose to the end of their tail that long those are big they're pretty big um and so they start attacking each other with their faces. And just at first we're like, Oh, it's like playful. Like, Oh, look what is like what's going on. And then all of a sudden they get like hooked where like they're, they've each got their faces in their mouths and one twisted and like did an alligator roll. And you just hear a crunch. And I was like, oh. Sienna was dropping. I walked up as it happened. So I heard the crunch, but I wasn't like, intensely watching this as it unfolded sienna was while holding carrie and she heard the crunch put carrie down went oh my gosh and then carrie of course is like traumatized because she's like what's going on (laughs) and then we're watching them and they're like literally stuck together one is like its neck is in a 180 and (gasps) one of them is probably dead black one of them starts turning black while the other one's still green green? like what is going on yeah yeah from green most gnarly thing ever what? And,
0: it's
1: and, yeah, to planet. this is alabama avery always says it's jurassic park down here because there's so many random bugs and like creatures that you're like i was like maybe they're mating but that's that's no. what sienna and i were like uh avery said oh they're fighting and sienna and i were being like moms yeah. and women and doula and pregnant women like oh they're they're making a baby and then they did that and we we're like <laughs> <laughs> abusive
0: that's not okay
1: um, but yeah, that's that's a heck no.
0: It was too bad. For that's gecko. funny. It that is weird. so funny. It
2: was gecko. strange.
0: You, um, Geico.
2: It reminds I me. Know, I know. on The
0: gecko. Um, okay. So we, Megan and I, before we started this pod, we were just talking about like social media boundaries and stuff. Mm-hmm. And we're, I feel like we're like opposite right now in so many things. <laughs> yeah. So many things. Um, Pretty much. But one of them is social media right now. And um, like, Megan, you can get in to what you were saying. But what I was saying is, Like, I want to, and I've talked about this for probably the past month is like, I want to share more on social media and be Mm. more active, but it feels like nothing else matters, but seeing Patrick and I'm just like living in tunnel vision. And I'm like, why would I share that? That doesn't matter because what matters is seeing my husband, like nothing else matters. And yeah, it's just like living in this, like someone okay so someone called in and it was really sweet of her and um she left a voicemail and she was saying how um just like thank you both for being so raw and real and like showing life isn't always perfect and like she mm-hmm. she's single and she was like you know so many times I feel like you know like this would be bad like this would this would be fixed if I just had a husband or like this right. you know I would feel My this life would I be happier
1: husband. yeah
0: yeah yeah and like she's just like but you guys are so real and like you have lows and for some people lows can be more than others and like even when you're married even when you feel like everything is put together you can still have these lows massive lows yeah exactly and I just feel like why it's so hard to force I don't know what I'm trying to say like I it's hard to show up on camera and be positive. It's it's like really hard to yeah. just like show up on stories and be like, "This is happening today, and I'm super excited." And like, "This is what happened in church," right. and like, "This is what I'm feeling," and this is what my prayer life looks like. And like, I'm so excited, and like, let me inspire right. you to like take action in your own life. And it's like, but that's not it. That's not, yeah, yeah, because like, um. <laughs> my God. It's just because I, in my head, I'm like, that does not matter.
1: <laughs> right. Right. Well, and even if those things are happening in your life, the biggest thing that matters is not a positive thing right now. Like it's not happening yet. It hasn't happened yet. And so it just trumps those things. And if you were to even show up anyways, with all of those like positive things, like I just had a God moment today, blah, blah, blah. It almost feels ingenuous or dis- disingenuous. Yeah. Just gen- I don't know. Yes. It doesn't feel genuine because you're not actually entirely that enthused about it. <laughs> no. In the scheme of your life, that is like not the big deal thing that matters the most right now. Right. Right. But you also don't want to show up every single day going, still haven't seen my husband, still haven't seen my husband. Still exactly.
0: Because yeah. I will always be a loser then. Like mm-hmm. if I am You're basing, it. Yeah. right, exactly. If like the currency of our marriage is time, like the currency of my relationship is time. Like I will always end up as the loser in this season of in the next five years. Right. I always will be the loser. Right. And like, I need to, I need to come up with like a different currency of our relationship. That's not mm-hmm. time because that's hard, though. it is, that's, it's, it's hard. Yeah. Um, but it's like, what is that currency that I don't always end up as a loser? And like, that's in a sense, I don't know what that is. I have to pray about it. I have to think about it. What is that currency of like how a relationship is, um, the quality of a relationship, not based on time. Um, yeah. But like, yeah, you don't want to just be victim and that's no way to live yeah, be because it's like, if I'm just waiting for, if I'm just waiting in my life to not be a victim, like I will always be a victim, you know? Right. Cause there's always right. gonna be something like, well, life will be better when I just have this yep. kid or life will yep. be better when, you know, we get out of debt or life will be better when, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it is. Um, so
1: you're in this phase of like having to navigate how to share, like how and what to share and be genuine about it still, because that's at the heart of what we, I mean, what and we I share know on Instagram.
0: Exactly. And like, I know it, we were blessed with platform for a reason and to just completely ignore it would be a disservice to right? what is in our, it's not an obligation, but in a sense, it, it's kind of really a mission hard. that
1: we've given. Yeah. Well, and even if it's something that we've worked hard for, cool, but at some point you get to it, without, you can't get to it without the help of God. And so there's a little bit of like a mission aspect to it. Like, this is a part of our mission and our purpose here with the talents and gifts that he's given us is this platform. So how do I freaking navigate it and use it? Because I was reading someone's story today, um, Heather, Heather Nicole Yar. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a military wife, has four kids, but she was talking about how she very clearly heard God say during adoration, that she needs to start waking up early because if she wakes up at the same time as her kids, she's grumpy. She's whatever. She's like, if I wake up earlier, I can spend time with God. I can get the house ready. I can get the day, get ready for the day and the day goes smoother, but I haven't been doing that lately. And that's a sin. And she had people saying like, it's a sin to sleep in. And she was like, no, it's a sin to hear a very clear thing from God and to then like just ignore it or like not, not respond to it. And then it, that's when it becomes disobedient and sinful. And so right. for us to just not like to just ignore Instagram or to just like go radio silent or to just not use it well would be disobedient and sinful because that's it is an interesting that was- outlook. yeah Yeah. I was like whoa everything's making sense when she shared that on her story I was like wow okay what's God telling me because I guarantee you I'm being disobedient to him in some avenue of my life right now Mm -hmm.
0: but that's really good to like pay attention Mm -hmm. no but yeah that it's just like so weird because um obviously like on social media it's easier to share photos when things and like stories or whatever when things are going well mm-hmm. um and like I know that's a big complaint about the culture with social media is like you only show the highlight reel and it's like yeah. yeah because like why am I obligated to like show like number one I am not obligated to like show really hard parts right, right. um that's not an obligation but what I'm saying is like it's it's like hard to try to get on there and like try to come up with something to say when it's not coming naturally right now. Right. And, but because this podcast is weekly, it almost in a sense holds me accountable to say it how it is, yeah. you know, versus yeah. like being like, hey, I'm going to like pop up my Caption stories and like, and you know, whatever. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's just, I don't know. We were talking about boundaries and just like how that looks. And I have had a lot of, a lot of boundaries of social media for the past, probably a year and a half yeah. just with transitions. But Megan is like,
1: well, on we're, on different like sides.
2: Yeah. <laughs> we're on like
1: flip sides. I can name her number off like probably two or three times in the past year when cc has been like, you need to stop posting for a little bit. <laughs>
0: like, <I know>. Okay.
1: <laughs> and it's because of like my engagement will go down or something, or it's like, I'm just not sharing genuine like um what's the word it starts as the valuable content i'm just like posting because i just love creating and so i'm just yeah. like here's everything guys <laughs> and she's like whoa slow down um but also it's getting to the point where i am so confident and convicted in things in my life and and things in my marriage and in my family and i see the life and the fruit that it's added to my life and to my marriage that I openly want to share it with people like all the time. And I have, I don't really give a crap if people hate it or
2: go behind Mm -hmm. my
1: back and talk smack about it. It doesn't bother me anymore. Last year, it definitely did. And when I first started finding the groups of people that just attack my life constantly, it definitely got to me and was not healthy. But at this point, I'm just so like it's the same thing with the baby girl being breached right now. It's like, I just have so much peace and confidence about it that I don't really care what a random person on Instagram (laughs) says about it. And I've seen the fruit in the life of it that I want that trumps the negativity that comes from it. And so I just want to be open and like vulnerable with you guys all the time, but I'm also having to figure out how to navigate that because it's not just me on Instagram. It like affects my husband. it affects my kids. How much I share about Carrie affects her and the rest of her life. Like does she want her whole life on Instagram? I don't know. I'm like starting to have that conversation with myself and with Avery. Um, am I sharing too much about the pregnancy right now? Like I I don't bat an eye about it because I'm like, well, that's honestly what's going on in my life and I, want to bring people along with me. Megan doesn't is, have
0: like a PR filter.
1: No, I literally don't have a PR filter and that's the issue. This is why CC does the editing of the podcast cuz I'd be like,
0: "Yeah, let's share it all." <laughs> and I'm like, "We will. I I no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, no.
1: That is the best way to describe it though. I don't have a PR filter. Um and there's like there's pros and cons to that. And Totally. That, and that I'm having to navigate like, okay, there are some actual significant cons to consider here and we need to weigh them. It's not just all pros, Meg. Um, Uh So that's where I'm having to navigate boundaries and like how much I share and all of that stuff. And it's hard because right before this podcast, Cece sent me an audio from a girl who was like, heck yes to Meg sharing about her birth and pregnancy and all this stuff people don't talk about it enough it was just like encouraging for me to hear and all this stuff so keep doing it yeah yeah and I was like yes this is the pro but then just two days before hearing this audio so two days ago Avery and I had a conversation about all the cons and it was like we really
0: need to consider both of them so Uh it it it. is it's so (laughs) interesting because I mean I haven't even really thought about like will I share my kids on social media right. will I not and like that's just don't get there when you get there you know right, right um but one thing patrick had said is like i don't well this is when we thought that we would live together um yeah. <laughs> Well, this is when we naively thought that we would live together, live once, together married. Married. once we were married yeah because we
1: thought that was kind of like the deal but you know it's not no,
0: god i thought that was what you said was gonna happen but right. uh, fairly uh and he's like i don't want our, like any any like i don't want our master bedroom shared online Um huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like no photos, no videos, okay. like nothing. And I was like, but like, we're going to be so, so cute. cute. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know. I was just thinking, oh my gosh, when I get the rug, of course I'm showing everyone that I got a rug finally. <laughs> but that's so interesting. Did he, yeah. did he explain
0: why? He's like, or- because that's ours. It's the same yeah. reason why. And we're like super big, big, totally disagree with this, but it's the same reason why it's like, we want no kids in our bed like because that's our bed not our kids bed and like that
1: is fair you know
0: um so just different things like that but I I don't think he would maybe I'll have to ask him maybe he'll listen to this and be like I still don't want you sharing the master bedroom because I'm like it's kind of like my bedroom it's like my girl <laughs> bedroom because like, you're not here I- <laughs> so does <laughs> it
1: still count yeah that's okay fair. you
0: know it's so funny um have you ever like watched movies or heard girls they're like, you know, I'm ready for a boyfriend, I'm ready for a husband, so I made room in my closet just in case I made space for him even though they don't have like a husband or a boyfriend. Right. No. Have you ever heard of that? No. Oh, <laughs> okay, so like some people have done that where it's like I need to create space for him even though he doesn't exist yet so that okay. I have the capacity to like receive, right? Okay. And I'm like maybe I should like create space <laughs> <laughs> Every dresser is filled with my stuff,
1: <laughs> so it's going to be a really rude awakening when you do get to live together, like the married couple that you are, and you're like, "Um, your stuff can go in the attic." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was a yeah. that was a rude awakening for Avery and I, we, when we moved into our small, tiny little, like 800 square foot apartment in San Diego, we had a walk-in closet and I filled that sucker up real quick. Um, I gave him half, there were six drawers. I gave him three. I had three, but I had like 90% of the closet. And he was like, so where's my stuff going to go? And I was like, well, if you have three drawers there and then you have this spot right here. And he was like, babe, I have more clothes than that. And I'm like, well, well, um, looks like we
0: need to make a goodwill round then, huh? Nah, <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't know. It's gonna have to happen. It's
1: just, so, it's so funny that that's literally such a common theme amongst every married couple. Yeah, ever. Yeah. Like my mom was pulling shoes out from under the bed to put in her closet, and my dad was like, "What are those?" And she was like, "These are my spring shoes." And he was like, "What?" She was like, "Well, it's winter's gone, so I'm gonna put my winter shoes away, and I'm gonna put my spring clothes, my spring shoes in the closet now." And he was like, "You have." How many shoes? <laughs> like, <laughs> Your dad's what? so frugal he'll probably die inside. I know. Well, that's probably why I thought Avery just needs three doors and two hangers because my dad has two of the same shirt, two of the same pants, like one pair of <laughs> shoes, and calls it good. He's an he's a uniform kind of guy.
0: So yeah, not the case. Not the case. Not the case for yours, not the case for mine. So. Yeah. Yeah um before we move forward i have one more thing i want to talk about um but before we jump in the voicemails but first bespoke catholic you want to talk about that, meg mm, yes so it's a catholic family business
1: and they hand make all of their rosaries um they started bespoke catholic with the intention of cultivating catholic culture and honoring mary our mother not worshiping Honoring. Um, the idea came from a desire for a custom-made personalized rosary and bespoke means tailor-made, which I had no idea. Oh bespoke to me sounds like speak now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I didn't know what it meant, but it means tailor-made. Um, they work with individual customers to create a rosary made just for them. So, like if you had a special saint that you love, they'll work with you to create a rosary that's inspired by that saint or if there was a sacrament huh. that you were going to get someone a rosary for like their baptism or their wedding or something, they'll work with you to create a rosary specifically for that sacrament. Um, if you have a favorite color, a favorite mystery, a devotion, like custom. yeah, it's like a custom rosary and you get to like, that's so fun. Yeah. It um, is. they have rosaries for purchase on their website as well. So it doesn't have to just be a custom made, um, but they purchase, refurbish repair. So if you need
0: Oh rosary repair okay so Marilis, ex nun on the run she like yeah. lit her room on fire by accident by a candle and it like um melted. <laughs> like, yeah last year heck? It, she was like she's really low-key about stuff that i would never be low-key about but mm-hmm. um anyways it like melted two of her favorite rosaries and Aww. she had them repaired to put into one rosary
1: that's cool as heck. This is, I mean, that's what Bespoke would do. Yeah. Um, they, and then they resale. So what they call rescue rosaries in the hopes to get them into praying hands again. So they'll repair like old rosaries too, from like antique stores and stuff to resell them so that they're not just thrown out. Um, so cool. Super cool. So they created a 10% off code for you guys with heck 10 You can go to bespokecatholic.com to purchase and check out the ones that they have or to get in touch with them and create your own with them. Um, Or you can check the links in our, excuse me, our show notes, (laughs) the links in our show notes for their Instagram and their website and all the jazz.
0: Check it out. We're so happy to have them on board as a
2: sponsor. Mm -hmm.
0: We love it. Um, Okay. So the thing I wanted to mention is like, Everything I go through is first for me. And that sounds selfish, but that's actually the way God made it. So like marriage first is to sanctify me and then to sanctify my husband. So mm-hmm. like, because that's what a sacrament does. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, I was just thinking like, okay, this distance that Patrick and I have, it's first to sanctify me. Yeah. Well, because
1: you're, you're still, you are one, but you're also individuals that have different like battles that you're facing and things that you need to be sanctified in for in different ways that it'll affect you. And those two things, like once you guys are both being sanctified in your own realms, that's going to impact your marriage and your oneness with each other. So yeah, totally makes sense. I'm following.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So it was just like a revelation. Like everything I go through is for me first. Um, not in a selfish way, but just in an ordered way. Mm -hmm. Um, So like, you know, you go to confession for you first. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then for the sake of your marriage and Mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, just keeping that in mind of like, you know, I just have to offer it up. I just have to like offer up this distance for Patrick and like, it's like, no, actually first, like you can't forget that whatever hardship or whatever it is, whatever is not going your way is first to sanctify you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like you need to almost like take it head on and figure yeah. out how, yeah. Cause sometimes offer it up can seem a little bit passive or just like, mm-hmm. um, what do you call it? Passive or like, you're just kind of tossing it to the wayside. Like, okay, well, it's the easy thing to say. And I just got to get through this, like mm-hmm. whatever. Um, yeah. Dismissive. Those are the words. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So I'm just like trying to think through that and like, it's not lost on me that everything like that, this seven weeks we've been apart happens to be all of Lent that is not lost on me. Right. Um, he's not, yeah, it would be a shame if it was, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm just trying to figure out like, there's so many moments in our life that are happening because whatever you grow or whatever graces you receive in that moment is going to help you three years, three months, whatever it is. Um, So it's kind of cool to think about like, what is going on right now? I'm excited to see how I handle this actually helps me in what moment in my future. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. That's a really cool way of looking at it too. It's a really positive um and like motivating way to look at it
0: mm-hmm. yeah because I mean I think of I mean yeah I think of so many things even just looking at jobs of like that decision for that job helped me four mm-hmm. years later in that situation
2: when um, you're
0: you're tackling the present knowing that it'll impact the future mm-hmm.
1: in a very like honest way it's yeah. It, yeah yeah
0: yeah Without being like, whatever, I'll just get through it. Uh huh. It's like, no, actually, God is having you go through this because, in a sense, you're preparing for something else. And mm-hmm. if you didn't go through that, that something else you would be unprepared for. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and
1: if you're dismissive about it right now, you're going to be unprepared for it and you're going to be miserable the whole time you go through the thing you're going through now. <laughs> so you lose twice. <laughs> right. And you're still the loser. You're still the victim and we've come full circle signing off everyone. Good night.
0: (laughs) Have a good night, everyone. (laughs) I'm like, am I making sense? Uh, No, I'm, I'm following also
1: maybe, maybe we're the only two following, but well, you know,
0: (laughs) not that we're any theologian, but here we are. Um, (laughs) Okay. Oh, sorry. Go on. I said, they're just deep girl thoughts. See gal thoughts. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So moving on to voicemails, uh, first, yes. okay. I'm not going to play the voicemail, but someone okay. called in was like, I really like this guy. He's so awesome. He's a convert, but he's shorter than me.
1: Ooh. So Avery and I are like the same height. Yeah. I was nice. like, Megan, take it away. <laughs> so yeah, I actually had this exact thought um, I did not tell this to Avery when I turned him down. There were like other reasons why I turned him down. But I did tell my friends, like, oh, well, I think he could be my brother or something just because he wasn't tall. And that's like something you tell yourself because you naturally like if he primal... was six
0: four, would you turn him down?
1: Yeah, i probably still have turned him
0: down. Okay, okay. Keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: He wasn't Catholic. I wasn't looking for someone. He was long yeah. distance. And I was like, What's going on? We met for three days. Um and it, it he I may not have told people that he could have been my brother though. If he was six, four, I might've been like, well, maybe he's kind of cute. Maybe I can make this work, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know. But from but a I primal d-
0: standpoint. From
1: a primal like in- instinctive standpoint, you like naturally want someone who can protect you and who's like bigger than you, right? I think that's where that comes from. Yeah. But also for me, it was like, oh, well then I can't wear heels. Or like, I can't, like, how's that work? And it's like, really, Meg? That's what you're worried about? Right. (laughs) Picking the person that you are going to spend the rest of your life with, raise children with, go through really hard things with, share bank accounts with. Like, that's where your priorities are. Okay. Um, You need help. So, I mean, now it's like the last, I think he's so hot. Obviously, we have kids together. So everything's (laughs) going great. um, It's the last thing I think about ever and it doesn't like stop me from wearing heels and it doesn't impact anything else in our lives at all. We're just the same height. Mm-hmm. And that's like, I mean, he's, he's actually, he's going to be mad if I say that he is like maybe a couple inches taller than me,
2: but he's like not one. tall. Like
1: right. Like, thing. like one. And if he grew hair out a little bit more, maybe two. Um, but yeah, I think if there are a million other reasons why you should go for it and that's the only one
0: holding you back, I think that's a silly one. Truthfully. Yeah. It's it's and, such a yeah. And everyone feels silly when it's what stops them. But once you're in the situation, you're like, ooh.
1: Yep. No, totally. You totally are. But I also think sometimes we forget, like, I always had this checklist of like things I want the guy I marry to have. Tall, blue eyes, bl- like blonde hair, six pack. And then obviously there was like Christian, funny like loves me, like all those things too, of course, but you have like these physical things that you're like, yes, he's going to have. And then you feel silly when he doesn't. And you like really question whether or not to go for it because he doesn't have them. But I think we need to remember like, he's going to get old and wrinkly. You're going to get old and wrinkly. Like He could like, you know what I mean? Like those physical things, like you're going to get pregnant. You're going to get stretch marks. You guys are going to go through different seasons of lives. Maybe he gets a beer gut. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like that stuff is so... I think it's impossible for Avery to get a beer gut, but we will never have a beer gut. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But but I'm just saying like those physical things are just going to ebb and flow throughout the entirety of your marriage. And if you're truly dating to discern marriage with someone and it's a physical thing that's holding them back, holding you back from it, I think you could be missing out on a really big opportunity
0: Mm -hmm. and I don't think
1: it's worth it. Yeah. And just like
0: own it and wear the heels because you like
1: them. Exactly. And he won't feel intimidated by them if he like is a real
0: man. Like his if he's the right guy. Yeah. 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 He exactly. wouldn't care. He would want you to wear them. Be like, you feel be- you look beautiful. Cool. It wouldn't um intimidate him. Intimidate his man man, man- manlyhood. Yeah. Manhood. Manhood. Yeah. Manhood. Manliness. Manhood. Manliness. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then another one that someone was uh, talking about is she's like, I'm going on a date, he's not Catholic. Do I go? And like I know we've touched on this a lot, but just from another perspective is like, yeah, go. You're not getting married. Like yeah. it's a date. Yeah. It's one date, it's two date. Um I would say after two date if you're like not then you shouldn't go on that third, you know? Mm-hmm. But two dates, I mean, you're literally just getting to know who he is, what he's all about and if there's even some sort of connection. Mm-hmm. Um and like maybe he hasn't been on a date in a long time and you haven't been a date on a long time. And like, I've always said, dating is kind of like a skill that you need to build. It would mm. be the same thing. Like if you don't stretch, like what,
1: where am I going with that? Like for you instance, haven't jumped on a trampoline in a really long time and you don't stretch and you
0: jump and then you pull something. Or like when know. people are like, <laughs> you know, I, why can't I touch my toes? anymore. And why I used to be able to touch my toes. And it's like, well, maybe if you stretched for 12 days in a row, you'd be able to touch your toes. Um, <laughs> we're really killing it with, you know, <laughs> but some, you know, something like yeah. that, where it's like dating does take practice. And if you didn't have guy friends growing up or you're just not comfortable around guys, it's going to take practice to feel comfortable on a date. And mm-hmm. you can only practice that by going on dates unfortunately it's, it's not true. something where you can just practice by yourself and get really good at it um <laughs> but that would be weird too I'm trying uh, to imagine that
1: and then I was yeah. like oh, I'm good I'm good
0: yeah <laughs> um I feel like it's some like 90s chick flick where they did that you know yeah um I by the it's random I watched girls just want to have fun on Amazon Prime the other day was and I had good? never seen that yeah it was so cute me neither oh, I, I was like oh it. It. it's cute they're like you fancy, just sat and Anna. watched a movie." No, you did say you were watching it. No, I was putting away clothes at my house. Yeah. Okay. I would never. I I was like, how? How did you do that? I might go watch Father Stu this weekend. So by myself.
1: Good for you. I'm, I had to text our group chat with our friends in it to make sure that it was going to show outside of theaters because I was like, I don't know if I'm going to have time to get to the theaters, but if it's only showing in theaters then I have to find time to get to the theaters because I have to see this movie.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, I think it will be in theaters. All right. So voicemails, we have a few here. Okay. So, Megan, do you remember the girl that like went on the date? Uh, she like waited at a bar or whatever and didn't show up. And like, the, but it was like a Catholic match date and he totally ghosted mm. her.
1: I feel like that's happened a couple times.
0: Okay. So, anyways, this girl called back because she has an update about the guy who <gasps> ghosted her.
2: Hi. <laughs> Hi. This is Angela. Um, from Alexandria, and I am calling with an update about my Catholic match guy who ghosted me well, this Friday, um the young adults group at my parish had um an annunciation uh social where everyone like went to someone's house and we had like a barbecue and everyone like brought sides and whatnot and I got there, and the guy who ghosted me was there. And so I was like, okay, it's fine, like, I don't have to talk to him, there's tons of people here. And so I was, like, doing my best to avoid him, but then he started talking to some of my friends, and eventually he, like, introduced himself to me, and I think he knew who I was because, like, all through the night he kept looking over at me and my friend, and then finally, like, we were talking to his friend, and my my friend was just like, oh, by the way, I don't think I got you guys' names. And so he was like, oh, I'm Michael, and I was, and so I go, Angela, and I reach out my hand, and we, like, shake hands, and he doesn't say anything about it, and we, like, sat there and talked for, like, two hours in a group of people, but he never once said anything about, like, what happened, but he's hosting brunch at his apartment um, next week because we all do, we take turns hosting brunch at our parish, Um, and so I don't know how that's going to go because um, some of my friends are planning on going um, and I'll see if I end up going because it was just very bizarre because I just, I didn't know how to react because he just like acted like he had no idea who I was. So that is my current update.
3: Bye. <gasps> yes. <laughs> oh!
1: There's n- that's a common name. Oh my gosh. What if it is though? you're just putting this
3: together
1: (laughs) oh no
0: all right Angela Megan and I were listening we had
1: to stop it and have a little crisis off air did we say it I
0: I'm following your lead here (laughs) I don't know (gasps) what to say so uh, for those who've been with this podcast since the beginning since it's conception angela (laughs) lives where i used to live in alexandria Mm -hmm. um (laughs) cc previously
1: dated someone who also lives in alexandria who also happens to be named michael (laughs) and who also happens to be catholic So now we're just wondering <laughs> if the stars have aligned, essentially. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, either way, super weird that he just didn't acknowledge that I died. Um, I'm sorry.
0: It's- <laughs> I, I don't know what I would. And he
1: do didn't situation.
0: acknowledge, and Angela, thank you for keeping us updated. We are all so invested in this, and I can't remember if you ended up texting him when he ghosted you and holding him accountable and being mm-hmm. like, "I remember telling her to." What the heck? Yeah, um, but it's so weird that he didn't say anything, and it's like you. I bet you have his number. Like, t- I would text him and be like hey so are we gonna talk about that or what or just pretend it never happened because if you continue pretending it never happened it's only gonna get weirder
1: yeah it's only gonna get weirder and worse and like imagine like if down the line he proposed or something and then you're like yeah he goes to me the first time and then we haven't talked about it since and now he's like wanting to get married and
0: or what if he tries uh, to go out with your friend (laughs) what if he tries to go out with your friend and your friend's like okay i really like him and you're like
1: uh, yeah, this is uh, true. Oh, this is all true. Yeah, oh, wow. I feel like wow, that wow, could
0: wow. happen. And it's like, well, he was supposed to go out with me, and he completely ghosted me. Like you'd want to tell your friend that that happened, but then you feel awkward right. telling your friend that that this whole time you've known who he is because you're supposed to go on a date. Make it known, Angela. Yeah, yeah. Throw that true. dirty laundry all around Alexandria. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But. I would definitely say something.
1: Yeah. I would say something
0: now. not sound like just, he's going to, well, now you're just as weird as him for not saying anything.
1: That's true. Now, neither
0: of y'all have said anything, <laughs> I know. even though oh, he man. was the one that ghosted you. So I right. do understand that. Right. But, um, oh <laughs> uh, yeah, this is funny. Um, all right. So this is the last one and okay. This one's So funny, and I feel like this is where the name of our podcast is going to come from. So, here we go.
3: Hi, my name is Jenny, and I have a couple heck no's, a heck yes, and a one thing heck. So, first heck no. I am currently working as a nanny for a lady that is a midwife. So, if somebody has a baby in the middle of the night, I have to be at her house by around 4 a.m., because that's when her husband gets to work. So, heck no to waking up at 4 a.m. to babysit someone else's kids. Also, heck no. Megan, you probably won't agree with this, but heck no to dogs. I don't like them. And they have a dog. It's a house dog, and it's obnoxious. And let's just say it ate the kids donuts, and it ate its own poop, and it drank out of the toilet, and then it tore the curtains on the back door. So, heck no to dogs. I will not be having one in my home. Maybe I'll have an outside dog for my kids because maybe it's good for kids to have a dog. I don't know. Heck no to dogs. Um, But my what in the dang heck moment. Okay. So this one's a good one, and I think Megan will appreciate this one. So if I didn't offend her about the dog thing, this one's for you, Megan. I was at this midwife mom's house taking care of her kids. And I noticed that there's, like, a food dehydrator on the counter. I'm like, oh, whatever. She must be making something. I see what looks like jerky to me. And then I'm I'm just sitting there, and I'm like, that's weird. I didn't picture her making jerky. And then the little two-and-a-half-year-old girl comes up, and she's like, look, it's a placenta. And I was like, oh, my gosh. It's a placenta, she's drying a placenta in her food dehydrator, and I am breathing placenta air because the air is blowing from the bottom of the food dehydrator at the top, and every time I reach into the cabinet above the dehydrator, I'm touching placenta, warm placenta air. i chance to being crunchy, though, that's my heck yes, like, um, I'm not a mom, so I don't have a whole lot to be crunchy about as far as, like, kids go and stuff like that, um, but I can imagine I'll be... Moderately crunchy, as as Megan is, so heck yes, ish to being crunchy. I don't know if I'm quite to the dehydrate another woman's placenta in your kitchen crunchy, but anyways, I thought that was a pretty noteworthy heck or what in the dang heck moment. So anyways, I love listening to the podcast, and I hope you guys have a great day.
1: Okay, so when we ask for you guys to call in about your what in the dang heck moments, this is exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> or placenta air dogs
0: eating their own so
1: first of all i also don't like dogs when they're that kind of dog we have a lot um, to unpack here yeah let's not go offended. one by one not offended by the dog comment i would also hate that dog um also
0: but you are getting rid of well my give, sister well, lending loaning your dog well so, so she's the family dog she i mean she that's why we bought cat
1: when we got callie it was for the family callie's the golden retriever shepherd mix that we have she's like nine or ten years old um she's so sweet, so low maintenance, sheds like a something else and mm. it, it's awful vacuuming all the time. Um but so she was family dog first. And then throughout college, my parents realized I was the only one that really took care of her. So after college, my dad was like, you need to take her with you, or she's going on the market. And I was like, she's not going on the market. And by market, he means like for sale, not like the Chinese food market. Um, Uh, (laughs) so I took her with me to California. She's been Avery and I's dog since, um, but she still remembers them all when they come over to see us and everything. My sister is getting her master's and living alone and was like, I really want to like have a dog with me. And she was like, if you guys want, I'll take Callie off your hands. And Callie's lived with Riley before, like it's a family dog. It's my sister throughout high school and stuff. They yeah. together. So I was like, sure. I mean, if you want to, she's an hour and a half away. And so she's going to take Callie in August. So don't hate dogs. And I also understand there's time and a place for them. And once you become a parent, it's not really a time and place for them. So don't get a dog just for your kids because you think it makes your kids happy. Like
0: no, I no. for
1: 13 years protested my parents for a dog and they said no and I now understand why and I don't have any hard feelings about it so it's okay your kids will be fine um placenta air what's funny is while you were talking about that I was like oh my gosh she's probably doing that to encapsulate the placentas I bet you that's a like a service she offers as a midwife that's so cool
0: (laughs) so it's literally like a food like where you dehydrate food and you just throw the jerky looking placenta yeah in the food dehydrator and that's yeah so then you can put it into little capsules i guarantee what, you, you like, that's you what like it make for. it into soot or something like i mean it,
1: it gets so when you dehydrate it then it gets ground down really small and you put it into capsules and then like for postpartum and stuff it's been said i did it with carrie i'm probably not gonna yeah. do it with this baby but it's been said to like really help you rebalance out all those hormones and those nutrients to- and i know everything. i heard
0: that but i didn't think it was like a homegrown service well sometimes <laughs>
1: depends on how crunchy of a midwife you the are. The back shed. You're just encapsulating She's doing it. This lady is doing it in her kitchen. That is amazing. Um, but I mean, yeah, to each their own. I went with like an actual company that did it, but they were there happened to be a local company that did it. So it just kind of depends here, here.
0: I know I She's would like, be I a little, a placenta here. I would be a little, a little weirded out.
1: <laughs> I just love that the two-year-old knew what it was too. She's like, yeah. Oh, it's a placenta. I'm like, yep. That sounds like Carrie.
0: <laughs> okay. So I swear my dad told me this one time we on the train and there's this like new baby and he asked them, I'm like, Oh, what's the baby's name. And she was like, placenta. <laughs> <laughs> like she named off. her
1: baby placenta placenta that's another level of crunchy
0: that's where <laughs> you don't lose think, me i don't know if it, it was crunchy or they thought it was cute but
1: that's rough it is that rough. Is a, that is a tough time do i put a placenta on the episode graphic is that gonna drive people nuts what's actually really funny um is right before getting on this podcast my dualist sienna was telling me about placenta art
3: <gasps> and i was
1: like what <sighs> And Avery sitting here listening to this conversation, he's Too like, "This far. is where you guys have, you guys lose me. This is it. Like you you'll get me to a certain point. I'll do a home birth. That's cool. And now this is where you lose me." Um, Who, I guess, What do you
0: mean? Like people draw it?
1: So people put the placenta on paper and like make like a shape or whatever with the cord and stuff, and then it imprints onto the paper, obviously, because it's like blood and stuff. And then they like mount it on a wall. And I was like, that is weird. That's
0: too far. I'm so glad you think it's weird. I was so nervous (laughs) that you were going to think it's
1: cool. I'm doing it, and it's going to be the first thing people see when they walk in our house. Give Megan another
0: third child.
1: Just oh, (laughs) no, that's like that's that no. Do the baby do the baby footprints in the ink. That's cute. That's fine. If you really want to look at the placenta, get like that's fine. You could encapsulate it if you want. Don't go planting it thinking it's gonna grow a tree because it's not. Oh my gosh, (laughs) (laughs) there people get things get, yeah. That's the thing with with I'm crunchy, but I'm also Christian. And I'm also like, okay, let's be, it's not gonna, this is stuff isn't divine. We're not sacred being or we're not, you know, I don't know, we're not gods.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to make, you're not going to worship your placenta, you know? Yeah. We're not going to have a ritual with it. Yeah. Yeah. We're not going to get buried with it. it.
1: Yeah. Body, soul, and placenta. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Izzy Butker from the butt winks episode, you guys, she was like placenta to placenta, dust to dust. It's all the same. And I was like, no, it's not. No, it's not.
0: (laughs) Dust to dust
1: she's she's a couple steps ahead of me on the crunchy train so
0: yeah yeah that too 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 am i right <laughs> <Chug-chug-chug-choo-choo>. <laughs> drive away from the station <laughs> yeah well this was good this was yeah better More than life. i thought it would be at 5 p.m yeah with i thought this was good We had things. and we had energy
1: Yeah. we'd giggle we had some laughter and some some good times, some bad times. We're here for a, was it? We're here for a good time, not a long time. Yeah. Except that, except that was like an hour long episode, so that's yeah, long. yeah, that's
0: average. Depends how much I'll edit out. <laughs> PR our PR person. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, this is good. All right. Well, fun, everyone. well, next week. Um, don't know what's happening with either of our lives. So uh, this is true.
1: I am gonna try and get on um, with my doula Sienna. And we're going to talk about what a doula is and like birth things. So if we're able to do that, you'll see a Q and a pop up on Instagram. If we're not able to do it, it's because I'm birthing a child. So, you know,
0: pray oh for well. St. Gianna's intercession. Seriously. Yes,
1: please. Actually. Yeah. I always forget to shout out things
0: on because her feast day is coming up and <laughs> it she, is. if anyone knows St. Gianna's background, but she died in childbirth.
1: She did. And two of her three kids, were home births. Yeah. So how weird do you think I am now?
0: St. <laughs> <kidding. laughs> <Saint> Gianna. St. <laughs> Gianna did it first and I'm just trying to follow suit. <laughs> yeah. So who knows? Maybe Megan's naming her kid Gianna.
1: Probably not. Cause her name's already plastered on a couple of things, but maybe. <laughs> just, maybe.
0: <laughs> <We'll see. laughs> I'm just trying to keep them on their toes.
1: <laughs> maybe that's her baptismal name. We never really got one for Carrie. You know how you pick like a name, like a saint name? But, you do i thought that was confirmation See, i thought that was confirmation too but people keep asking me what's carrie's saint name i'm like what
0: i'm so confused where that dude, came. Bro,
1: we're gonna have to come back and touch on this because i'm i've been equally confused this whole time every time i post A Q&A on my story someone asks who carrie's saint is and i'm like
0: i don't like a saint that you prayed for intercession while they were i don't know
1: i just assumed it was like, like a confirmation saint like they think she has a baptismal saint well, they didn't ask for that at ba- at baptism. That's what I'm saying. I don't have a baptism. We'll I have a confirmation saint. We'll,
3: we'll I, wrap up here. This was Food straight,
1: for thought nice. at the end of yes.
0: this. <laughs> we will see you when we see ya. Bye. Bye. Thanks a ton for listening to the What in the Dang Heck podcast. Make sure you call our hotline, subscribe, leave a rate and review, and might as well follow us on Instagram while you're at it.